everyone, welcome to the Shrip Down to Love podcast video where the essence of love comes from within. I am your host, Jennifer. Thank you so much for being here with me and listening to the Shrip Down to Love podcast video in this very moment. I appreciate it so much. As always, I want you to close your eyes and take a deep breath in and out. Imagine the softest white light coming down and embracing your body. It is gentle, it is kind. Take another deep breath in and out. You can pause here and do this practice as many times as you need to and continue when you are ready. So now that you have done this, I want you to say, I am here to just be. I am here to remember. I am safe and I am ready to continue. I urge you to remember that you are valued. You are an investment. By investing and sharing with you, I invest in myself. And we, together, give back to humanity. You deserve to remember and really enjoy life. So, let's strip down to love. Today is Strip Down to Love, Knowledge is Power edition. Today, we will discuss why knowledge is power, why it is important to seek, and why knowledge is your power in order to make beneficial decisions for your life. The literal definition of knowledge, skilled thought, an abundance of information or facts in a specific subject, educated in a concise and thoughtful manner. Let's discuss the importance of seeking knowledge. Knowledge is important because it will help you in your day-to-day situations. Just like I talked about in episode one, this podcast video was made for you to create a toolbox, a library of information to make your life great, to be able to easily maneuver through situations and exponentially increase great moments. It's like sitting down with yourself and your library and applying the best tool to learn and absorb the information provided to you by the universe. Not every decision will be sound, but it may be the best considering the circumstances. Remember, There are levels and steps to improvement. Seeking knowledge is a way for you to feel empowered. No one educated you but you. This is your information. Even if someone gave you the information, you are open to the information. It's yours to keep and do anything you choose. You can overcome challenges or situations that may have been tough, but the second time around, will it be as difficult? 
I think not. Additionally, challenge doesn't even have to be labeled as quote unquote challenge anymore in my book. You can call it a soul teaching moment. With knowledge, you can walk hand in hand with the lesson and take it all in, willfully and happily. Upgrade? I don't necessarily want to bring up the example of COVID and the many spiraling, bubbling, and simmering theories, but I guess at this point, it's the best example. So, for example, with COVID, there are many theories of thought, sides, avenues one can take, right? You can literally go down any avenue from start to trying to figure out how and why a lab-grown organism got released. And fast forward to the concern about vaccines and constant the constant change of which medication is the best when and and if you get covid right so with that said if you didn't seek knowledge how would you know which route in within the covid experience is the best for you how would you know which quote unquote side is best for you you wouldn't right you just feel ill-prepared and maybe led down a path that didn't fit your morals, your lifestyle, your beliefs. With knowledge, you have choices. With knowledge, you are well-equipped. With knowledge, you will be able to open doors for yourself you didn't even dream were possible. I recommend staying open to information. Staying open allows you to attract soul teaching moments. And this is another way to gather knowledge, to gather information. Even if you think, you know, I'm afraid. I am, I'm not educated enough to be here in, in a specific situation in a or be a part of a specific opportunity that has just been presented to you that's exactly why you are there is to learn i want to remind you that even if you may think that you are undereducated in a specific moment or opportunity that is presented to you You are there for a reason. You are there to gather information. And that is, that is a beautiful to me. I mean, how you're able to attract a lesson, that means that you are, your energy is ready to absorb it and ready to be one with it. 
All it takes is maybe one sentence of knowledge to display your skill that can spark interest in someone that will be able to supplement your life with an opportunity that can change your life. Knowledge is power. Um, it's your power to create your toolbox so you can be well equipped for any situation like i spoke about earlier you will be able to walk hand in hand with opportunities rather than be afraid of them and use self-sabotage methods to evade them i do want to express to you that being knowledgeable is a very good look. Being knowledgeable about current events is a good look. It makes you poised, focused, and a commodity. It's the way in which you use or wear your knowledge. I like to think of it as an outfit. It's the way you wear your knowledge that matters as well. Wear it lovingly and humbly and share it with grace. I am a true believer in formal and informal education and my hope one day is that emotional intelligence and understanding how to eloquently move through feelings will become formal education. Today, I meet with a friend, a companion to my life story of whom I've known for over 25 years. We have a long, amazing history filled with softness and light. We both watched each other grow over the years and I am so excited to have her here. She is a teacher, but as always, I will allow the guests to introduce themselves. Um, I thought it would be fitting to bring her on because of her occupation and because she is also a mother and to discuss how having an abundance of knowledge can double increase your chance of success with decision making. Moreover, I wanted to bring her on to showcase the importance of educating the next up and coming generation our young ones, our children. Because, like I said, I feel that it is important for people to be formally educated. And my hope is one day emotional intelligence will be taught in a formal setting. All right, everyone. So Kehau has finally made it to the Strip Down to Love studio and we are so happy to have her here today um she will introduce herself and tell us a little bit about herself and then we will get to the pertinent questions of today's topic which is knowledge is power hello my kako um, i'm kihau pio here jen Numi as kihau crawford i'm a neighbor <laughs> in elementary school yes 
but I've known Jen for I think like over 25 years um, yes. from kindergarten and then we went middle school high school together and then still now one of my dear friends yeah um, I live on Oahu now and I have um, two children um, two boys three and well about three three and six year old and um, I married my high school sweetheart and we live in Waimanalo so I'm a teacher and a mom yes Yes, she is. All right, are you ready for the first question? Yes. All right. In your eyes, do you think that there is a difference between the words knowledge and education? Knowledge and education. So I had to, I had to really think about this because even as my profession as a teacher, this should be an easy question. Um, and I think knowledge is information that you can seek and get. Um, and then education kind of is like this institute that sometimes the story of that institute in Hawaii is not always a good one. Um, and they used education in Hawaii to kind of take away some of like our Hawaiian identity. And I think that's important to kind of set the, the tone of when we talk about education in Hawaii. Yes. Um, kind of transmuted it. Yeah. And I think that's something that like emotionally we all have been dealing with um, like intergenerational trauma and you know from mm -hmm. our parents we've seen it yes and I think we're still kind of trying to heal that trauma today Ooh, you guys this is so good <laughs> okay I hope so she didn't know what she's getting <laughs> she might be, but here we are <laughs> okay question number two in general why do you feel knowledge and or being educated is important so I asked my son this question. I said, what do you think, Quayle? What's, what's the most important thing about um, learning and knowing information? And he goes, well, so when someone asks you a question, then you can answer the question. I said, okay, <laughs> that's, that's right on. Six-year-old answer, perfect. And then he goes, wait, mom, wait. I think too is so that when you grow up and you're a makua and you're a parent, then you know how to like get a job and take care of people. And I said, oh, that was really you know honest from his heart mm -hmm. um, of why it's important to know things. But really for me, I think I want to like cultivate the love of learning in young students. Um, yes. I mean, even as adults, like just keep growing and learning, you know? So I think that's the most important um, kind of part of your journey is yes. learning and growing, yeah. Yeah, because I always, throughout the whole Strip Down to Love episodes, it's always about improvement, mm -hmm. learning and gathering information mm -hmm. so that you can just move through situations and, and make life great, like how I always say. So yeah, this is yeah, and this is awesome. Yeah, be a better you. You talked about like that inner journey, mm -hmm. and I think that's sometimes you think of knowledge as like oh. I, search it in Google and now it's in my brain but like what are you going to do with that information right um to kind of change and grow yeah yes so number three as a parent why do you think it's important for your children to be knowledgeable um as a parent I learned a lot as I went and uh -huh. I think that's kind of like my um ideology on learning is kind of like they are doing it and learning at the same time mm -hmm. and giving them those experiences is going to help them grow as a learner and I, I don't necessarily want them to be like the smartest or know the most information um, but be able to kind of like access information when needed um, and yes. know how to act in situations 
how to work hard, how to be passionate. Those are things that like yes. are important yeah, yes. to cultivate learners. Passion. Um, you said something about working and learning at the same time. So as I talked about in previous to this in the beginning of the episode was that even if an opportunity presents yourself and you're, you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not well equipped for this situation. But like she said, you are in the situation, like I said, to learn. And this could be an opportunity that where you find your passion, mm -hmm. where you build that and cultivate it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, awesome. So number four, how do you informally teach them things about the world, them, um, meaning her children? So um, I think giving them experiences is one of the best ways to like informally kind of teach without like sit down and get out your book and now we're going to read. Yeah. Um, but taking them to like places and spaces that kind of hold, um, you know, that power and letting them experience it for themselves. Yes. And when you build that relationship over time, right, like it's not just one time you go, you yes. go plenty times, you go in the morning, afternoon, and then they get to see kind of like the changes in the weather and in the aina and that's kind of where they get to build that themselves. Because really mm -hmm. I want them to be able to like, you know, lead, lead their learning. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's hard as a as a mom sometimes to like step out of the way and say like, okay, I, I gotta let them do it themselves. Um, especially my little one. If you try to do it for him, <laughs> it's not gonna go so well. But if like okay, a couple times after he falls, then oh no, I want I want help, mommy. Okay, so I have to remember that though as a mom too is like letting them make the mistakes and learn is more powerful than me doing it for them. Yes, and for people who are not in Hawaii, makua means parent. Oh, yes. Did yeah. we define that? Did we define that? No, I don't think we talk about it. Yeah, Makua parents. Yeah. yeah. So sorry. It's like it's natural for for us, but <laughs> I just just wanted to to let everyone know. Mm -hmm. Um oh, and so going back to that about how she takes her children to the same area, to the same spot, you know, beach or mountain. Um at different times of the day and you know throughout the year so that for me so it can become natural mm -hmm. it can be and and like she like she said it can steer um another person's learning and um i think in one of my episodes i think it was defining anger episode where i talked about how you don't have to, you know, rush into something mm -hmm. because then you could get overwhelmed and it doesn't become natural. But when you revisit it, maybe a task or a place, um, then it becomes one with you, mm -hmm. natural. Yeah. So, like the first time you go to a lot, you're like, oh, it's muddy and I gotta do what? And, but, and we see it as kids visit for the first time, right? And, my kids who are, have been there how many times they're just like you know shirt off running around like yes, wild hooligans so <laughs> um but we see it like as you come and become more familiar then mm -hmm. you kind of let your guard down and you let a little bit more learning happen i think yes yeah. so um again for people who don't know aloe is a taro patch so in in old hawaii this is how we used to gather our food, our mountain food, was to create huge plots of, of taro and um, 
she's specifically talking about water land taro mm -hmm. not dry land taro yeah and um i have seen where her children are in the lo'i and there's just so much fun energy so that what i'm trying to say is that um they learn and they have fun at the same mm -hmm. time and um you know when you're with nature you are i feel like picking up little spiritual gems like it's just just here and there and it grounds you and mm -hmm. centers grounds you. you grounds you and i think that um you said something that kind of reminded me of like that's indigenous knowledge you know like mm -hmm. when our yes. hands are in the lapo in the dirt Mm -hmm. And in the Aina, then we're learning and doing those same practices that were passed down. And it's not something yes. you can just like open in a book and read about yes. it. Like you have to go do it and like, you know, be mm -hmm. about it as I'm sure Jen would say, like, go do the thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, and just a little, just a little side note, when you are moving around the dirt, you are breaking up stagnant energy that is becoming upcycled and mm -hmm. um and is becoming higher vibration so when other people are like like our ancestors um and so if people don't know yet we are we are hawaiian <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's so funny okay that should be the disclaimer so <laughs> we we are hawaiian um we graduated from a uh all Hawaiian um, private school here in Hawaii um, and so it's that is is flows within our blood and our ancestors worked this land just like how we did we we did that as well and so I guess what I'm trying to say is that when you put energy into something it just doesn't disappear and so when our young generation is mm -hmm. going there and mulling up the dirt and quote unquote tilling it you know then they are they're basically they're learning and they're gathering information that i i feel anyway that our ancestors left there definitely and i feel like there's this like maybe we didn't get to do that as much as their, mm -hmm. as our parents wanted us to because they yes. were still trying to you know and I feel like that disconnect now becomes like connected again and mm -hmm. we don't have to like it's not a formal lesson I'm not mm -hmm. you know it's like let's just go and be in the space yes and see what we learn from there yes um so as a teacher why do you feel education is important why do you feel knowledge is instrumental in the generation that is coming up? You kind of touched on it already that really we only hold space on earth for a little time. We're borrowing earth and that space. Mm -hmm. And then when we're gone, what we've left is then going to take on that kuleana responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there's been a shift in education in Hawaii um, to... Yes kind of cultivate that native Hawaiian, you know, and their identity and their mm -hmm. connection to this to Aina and, and Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Um you see in like our immersion schools, right? Like Leo and you see in our charter schools and even in the regular um DOE system, there's things that weren't there when we were, you know, and I, I'm 
hopeful when I see those seeds planted mm-hmm. um, that will just only help and strengthen their identity as Hawaiians and, and Kanaka to be here on this aina. Yes. Um, there was something that you said. So yeah, we're like, we're here planting seeds. And this is what, this is a lot of what the Shrew Down to Love podcast video is about is about planting seeds within you mm-hmm. to to grow and to simmer um so and obviously gathering knowledge is just one way mm-hmm. that you can yeah. do that um okay number six do you feel that children should learn how to work through feelings in an educational setting alongside learning math, science, and English? Yes, like hard, yes. Um, there's this big like social-emotional kind of growth that we're trying to, trying to cultivate in our, in our, young, um, our young learners. And it's yeah. really challenging at times because I have to look at myself first and say, like, can I express myself in a positive way besides mm-hmm. just like I'm mad you know I'm mm-hmm. yelling because I'm mad so I really have to think about myself first um, yes. an example that I am in showing positive ways to feel your feelings yes um, kind of deal your, with your emotions instead mm-hmm. of like sweeping things under the rug which is acknowledging some, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. acknowledging and then I'm kind of sitting in it it's okay to be mad and sad yes um, but then letting people know that so that we can help you, that you can't just sit there without asking for help, you know? Yes. Um, so, yeah, we do a lot of, uh, like, mindfulness and uh, <laughs> growth growth mindset. Like, how can I be better at this? Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like you're taking that little bit of, almost like a counseling, you know, approach to it. But really, if they don't feel good inside, they're not going to learn. If they don't feel good about who they are, they're not going to be able to get new knowledge and grow. Yes. So that's kind of has to be one of, like, the foundational pieces of, as a, as a teacher, as a kumu. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure they feel good about who they are and mm-hmm. having that, that self-esteem to deal with emotions yeah. and then learn new things. That's right, because even if you're... When you're you're in, I guess you could say, a lower-level energy, mm-hmm. nothing until you are able to break free from that, whether it be acknowledging your feelings... Um, or 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 someone you know, helping you through it, you won't be able to necessarily absorb the lesson that the universe is trying to teach you. Mm-hmm. Just because it's something that's on your mind constantly, and and you wanna feel better. Um, so, and that was the, one of the biggest things why I feel that <clears throat> emotional intelligence should be shared taught in an educational Mm -hmm. institutional like she had said setting because did did we get that in high in high school school? i know i was trying to think i'll just i was trying to think about that right now like i don't remember at a young age that how to like deal with conflict mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you know if things don't go your way like yeah. how do you you know and I think our maybe our parent of course our parents were the ones mm-hmm. who kind of well maybe give us some slaps or I don't know <laughs> but um I, I don't think there was this big um 
platform to to share that on you know so yeah. i think now there's opportunity for that right it's so it's about and, and not not about emotional intelligence at at this point it's about like leading by example like for her for her she's a teacher she has to lead by example and you know and and i feel like a lot of people have the ability to lead by example but in a non-scolding manner and that's mm-hmm. where acknowledgement or acknowledging your feelings comes in where you're like okay i what is this feeling mm-hmm. trying to tell me um you know and and sometimes we are able to to quickly get the lesson you know absorb it divulge it and then be like move move on but mm-hmm. sometimes you know other lessons are a little bit harder um but yeah okay <laughs> um okay last and final yes. question That's just a That's a <laughs> what is your hope for humanity blended with being being knowledgeable and you can choose something that is from your heart yeah that was who that was the heaviest question on there i think um because <laughs> that humanity part is like okay now i'm like what am i leaving um i think that if we can just kind of know yeah that being knowledgeable but know that every everybody just wants to feel loved and everybody just wants to feel like they're a part of a, of a family or a system. Mm-hmm. And that if we acknowledge that in, in a lot of people we see and just our daily lives, I think it would just be a better place to like live and learn and go to school and work. Um, yes. And I think the pandemic brought out a lot of feelings for me that I didn't... I was always a very, like, love to go to work, love mm-hmm. my life. Like, everything was, you know, awesome. Um, and not that it it wasn't awesome in the pandemic it just made me take a good hard look at my life mm-hmm. um and things that were easy for me to process before where it was challenging and i had to really go back to um like loving and, and having gratitude for myself first so yes just knowing that everybody out there is loved and you should be knowing that in yourself too that like your self-worth you are you are worth it so yes. invest in yourself, like my friend said in her <laughs> lovely podcast. Um, and then the, in turn, the world will be better because everybody is loving and taking care of themselves and each other. Yes. And it, I think it's, that, that is very beautiful. Um, and we are so happy that you came and she shared um, her mana'o or her information with us. And um, yeah, so thank you for for being here. (laughs) Okay, now that we learned why collecting knowledge is so very important and that we are here creating a toolbox of knowledge, a library, and that being knowledgeable is a good look. It's a very good look. Secondly, we heard from my friend Kehal and her views on the importance of education and um, formal and informal and a lot of other really good stuff that she had to share with us. I guess it's time to close. So now that the Strip Down to Love podcast is coming to an end, take a deep breath in and out. 
seal up all of that information that you learned here on the Strip Down to Love podcast video. I want you to remember that you are valued and you are an investment. Your success is important to me. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Strip Down to Love podcast video. Until next time.